Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that sees two movies with something in common go head-to-head to see which one does it better. And welcome to part two of this week's Clash. So on Monday, we had a lively time with a great white, and today it's the turn of Kaya Scodelario to get closer than she'd like with loads and loads of massive alligators. As from 2019, we're talking crawl. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. All residents must evacuate immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! We'll have a winner at the end of the show, but which film will it be? Let's find out. It's Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken. Hello, Clash Putters. I'm an apex predator. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crumpton. I'm Chris Tilly. How are you both? Good? Yes, hot. Yeah, it's hot today. Studio, man. Oof. Sweating? <laughs> Sweating much? How are you? You've taken a big gulp of water there for the start of the show. It's that natural deodorant. It is fucking me right over at the moment. Sorry. What is this what? deodorant? It's basically baking soda, so it doesn't work. Right. But it comes in, you know, non-plastic packaging. It's got no bad stuff in it, so you don't get armpit cancer, shit like that. But so. it doesn't actually function as a deodorant. No, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't seem like a good product. I don't know. I mean, oh. I'm going to give it a whirl. Yeah, try You tell me later what you Uh, think I smell like. I 100% will do that. Right, very quickly, if you haven't subscribed to us, if you'd be kind enough to do that, that would be amazing. And also, if you leave us a rating, that's great. And a review as well would be lovely. And if you do leave us a review, it might be read out on the show by Chris Tilly, a.k.a. Chris Thrilly, which sounds a bit like this. This is from Dr. Lowdown, who says, really funny and informative podcast each week. 
The three hosts review two movies with something in common and then decide which one does it best. The hosts have great chemistry and some interesting inside knowledge of many of the films, making for a podcast that is both entertaining and informative. Four stars. Nice. What? Where's the missing star? Oh, oh right, sorry. I didn't see it like that's that. That's because yeah. of your deodorant. <laughs> he knows. Dr. Lowdown knows. What are we doing wrong? But thank you. I'm joke. I'm joking. Thank you very much. That's a lovely review. Thank you for your review, Dr. Lowdown. Right then, my choices this week. The Shallows versus Crawl, because I love both these films. And it genuinely intrigues me this week to see which way this clash goes. Because I don't know if I'm sure. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. We'll find out very soon. So on Monday, Vicky paddled round in the shallows, which means today Chris is crawling round a basement. Not for the first time. Chris takes on a journey. Woman versus alligator. So when did you first see this, Alex? <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, not 2019, when it came out. Mm. I watched it that year. But I did watch it because Quentin Tarantino said it was one of his favourite films that year. So I was like, well, if it's good enough for Quentin Tarantino. Oh, we went to see Quentin Tarantino talk the other day. We haven't mentioned that. That was nice. It was nice. We had a really nice yes. time. Yeah. Learned a lot about movie making. I think I'm going to bring something up that he said, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. About Crawl or on that night? Uh, on that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was Vicky? Like, I'd never seen it, but I remember you banging on about it. Um, in 2019. Yeah, because I saw it early because yeah, I was asked it. to interview the director. So I went and saw it in a cinema and it was a very effective uh, film to watch with the crowd. Mm. Yeah. Um, How was the Frenchman when you interviewed him? <laughs> He's great. I really liked him. Really good bloke. Um, so, yes, let's talk about his name. Mm. Alexandra so, Arja. Arja. You can say it however you want because it's a made up bloody name. You know, it's not his real name. Oh, I did not know that. His real name is Alexandra Juan Arcadi. AJA is his initials. Oh, right. And he's turned it into a last name. So it's not real. So I can say whatever I want. But Arja sounds good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is Arja. That's why it sounds good. That's definitely how you pronounce it. Mm. Yeah. So should we talk a bit about some background? Have you done it? <laughs> I have. I did. That's it's, good because I haven't done it for you. So. Um, so this was a spec script written by brothers Michael and Sean uh, Rasmussen. Um, but it was quite different to what we ended up with. So the original draft involved a single alligator antagonising the main character in one location, the crawl space, and then a second alligator appeared in the third act. Mm. Uh, Very Lake Placid. Mm. Mm. Uh, Arja liked the idea, but wanted to change everything. So um, I asked him why he wanted to make this movie, and he said home invasion is the element that really got me in. When you do a shark movie, if you stay on the beach, then you are safe. Here the idea of replacing some killers or spirits or an entity with nature itself coming inside your house is very timely. It's happening more and more wherever you live on the planet. Flooding is something that's just happening, and the idea that the water coming in is not alone, and they are bringing your very old neighbours back in, and they are getting more and more comfortable and dangerous as the water is rising, is really what attracted me to the script. So over the course of a year, he rewrote it to introduce new locations, to expand the character of Hayley Keller into being a skilled swimmer and her father, Dave, being her former coach. That's all stuff that he brought to the table. Um, and he said he was inspired by Alien, Cujo, Jaws, obviously, and Evil Dead, which was directed by producer Sam Raimi. Mm. Those were his touchstones. Uh, and they shot the film in Belgrade which is near Trieste in Serbia. <laughs> Good callback. He's, he's made some great movies, though. I actually like, I, I really like the Hills of Eyes remake that he did. Uh, I like uh, Piranha 3D. Mm -hmm. I thought that was great fun. Yeah. Sequel's awful, but that first one was great. Um, and I actually, I, don't, I think I may be in the minority here, but I thought Horns was brilliant. I love the book, and I thought the film was great. 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's been a bit overlooked, that film. Yeah. You ever seen Horns, Vicky? No, I know it, but mm. I haven't seen it. Yeah. No, he's he's just really good. And obviously yeah. his big break was Hort's Tension. I think it was called Switchblade Romance over here. And that is really good film. Mm. Bit of a... Have you seen it? No. Okay. I won't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, don't spoil it. I want to watch that. So that's it in terms of background. Good. Is that all right? Yeah. Do you approve, Vicky? It makes me feel less shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the movie then. And we kick off with a hurricane. Hurricane Wendy is hitting the state of Florida. Yeah. Um, looks great. Looks the one amazing. thing about this yeah. movie the is... The weather looks amazing. Fantastic. Because it has he... Does, or did he mention it to you? Because there's some people that feel that this is a, a climate change movie. Mm. Which I guess he did say that when he, he did said say flooding. That quote, yeah, yeah. yeah, that quote. Um, and we meet Haley, our hero, played by Kaya Scodelario. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too many tough names this week. Um, and she is a skilled swimmer. Um, I just said she was not written as such as an athlete in the first script, but I couldn't believe she could do what she was doing. So the idea of her being a trained athlete and her dad being her ex-coach was a way of linking everything together because now she has the training to maybe outrace big alligators and maybe save her dad. I don't think no matter how good you are at swimming, mm. you can outrace an alligator. No. But I think it's to the film's credit that it makes you believe it. You're never like, uh, it didn't take me out of it when yeah. when she's literally outpacing an alligator. That's yeah, true. It's fine. Um, so the hurricane's hitting and her dad is missing in action. Uh, she can't get hold of him. Mm-hmm. So while everyone is leaving town. He looked like he was having a great time at his condo, though. Did you the see whiskey, that? Yeah. Whiskey, painkillers, <laughs> old photographs. Yeah. Having a right little maudlin time. <laughs> I didn't understand where we went to... So the condo, then the sad, the sad house being the old family home. Mm. So you go, she goes to the condo, dad, dad, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's not here. So then we'll go to the, the sad family home. And I thought it just took me out of the action a bit. Like it overly complicates it for yeah, no real just reason. Just go to one house. <laughs> yep. Yes, 100% agree. Yeah, and it's a bit crazy that she's driving into a hurricane. It's fun though. I mean, it's great, but it's sort of a little bit like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I'd do that. You know, because she doesn't know he's there. He could be anywhere. Yeah. I suppose I just projected that we don't live in those sort of circumstances and people that are more accustomed to it, they may have slightly less fear in those initial stages of Mm. going in and doing something like that than than we would have. Well, actual storm chasers, for example. Or just normal people. Like, I don't know. And he named, in these early scenes, uh, he name checks the birds in mm. terms of that, those early scenes and the birds where some, you can feel something yeah. in the air, like that, that building of the tension and, and giving the audience the feeling that something bad is coming. Um, so, yeah, his truck's at home, but he's nowhere to be seen. His phone's in the kitchen and then the dog starts barking from the basement. Uh, and so she starts crawling through the basement, which is like this labyrinth with low ceilings. And the title's, good. The title's good, though, isn't it? It's got like... She's in a crawl space. She has to crawl. The yeah. alligator crawls. Yeah. It all works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawl is like she does the front crawl. Yeah. The yes. alligator's crawl. She's in a crawl space. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't call it anything else. I found the crawl space. The, the idea of a crawl space is terrifying because I'm quite scared of mm. like bugs and God knows what else. That's is down what there. I thought. Well, yeah. I kept thinking black widow spiders. Yeah. You get bitten by one of those, you're gone. Yeah. And that is exactly the kind of place you'd find a black widow spider. I'm scared of my house that's got like a tiny little bit of an old sort of like in the Victorian times, they would have put like meat down there. It's just this like concrete bit that just leaks all the time. I won't go in there because there's some big spiders in mm. there and they won't kill me. But no, I'm not going in there. I think for me, the crawl space, it was cool until you could stand up in it. And it's like, oh, it doesn't feel that crawly anymore. <laughs> it's just a and space now. It's just a big a space. space. <laughs> but then, and actually that develops later, which we'll get to, and it pays off really well. But there was a bit where she's near an air brick and you can see the outside and that kind of wrecked the tension a bit for me because the outside just felt so close. 
Mm. That it wasn't as confined as well, I wanted it to I be. genuinely have a problem with that because I think one of the few things, you know, we were talking about on Monday, like whether the film does anything stupid and you like, as the audience, you're like, well, why wouldn't you, you should not mm. have done that or you should definitely have done that. The fact that he's got a belt full of tools yeah. and those bricks look quite old. Yeah. So, I mean, he's immediately you'd start chipping away at the mortar yeah. on those bricks to get out that way. Or even try and do it in that panicked way and clawing at the bricks and it's like, oh, it's not going to work. But for the audience, you've got to like tick that off the list. Yeah. Like we tried to do that. Mm. So she finds her dad unconscious with huge gashes in his chest. Uh, dad's played by the great Barry Pepper. He's very good in it. Of Battlefield Earth fame, <laughs> a film I would desperately like to do, but it's quite hard to get hold of. Is it? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem to be available anyway. doesn't surprise How me. No. <laughs> um, so she's trying to save her dad. She's dragging him on a tarpaulin towards the exit. Uh, but then the alligator bursts through the stairs. How good is that jump scare? Yeah, it's brilliant. Because you're waiting, because there's a trap door. It's like a trap door, isn't it? Like the cellar door. So you're in the language of movie making, you're like you're waiting for the door to close, mm-hmm. bang alligator, and then the, the alligator beats the trapdoor never shuts actually, which is another problem. But it just comes out of nowhere, and I it's like doing that. two things at once as well. You're introducing the alligator, and it's a proper great jump scare, but you're also destroying your only way out. Yes, in, in that moment, it's yeah. great. And Tarantino was talking about under, about audiences' movie brain mm. that we know stuff sometimes, even subconsciously, we know that a character can't die here or will die here. Um, and I think this film plays with the form here a little bit because what you're expecting is not to see the alligator until much later in the Definitely, film. Yeah. Certainly not the whole thing. Yeah. And boom, he just does it straight away um, with a, with an effective jump scare. With an yeah. effective jump scare. And also, I think that's absolutely true. I think in this movie, when she's trying to resuscitate her dad, I I, I didn't know which way it was going to go. Definitely. I wasn't convinced that I was, he was going to come I thought there was around. no way he was going to come mm-hmm. back. Uh, the, gal- the alligator is a big mofo and they based the look of, of the alligator on a Miami based alligator called Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the breed? Sorry, is, that, or is, it, is there a pet called Godzilla? They've just named it that. But he's the, in sorry. a shelter. Oh, right, I see. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, it's, he's not swimming around free. He's, yeah. I think... An alligator shelter. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, they have, they have alligator farms. There's an alligator farm she drives past a sign. Cause I, Are they not for... Um, for handbags? No, <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh, she's she starting again. Start I just again. didn't think that. We're not going to be doing animal movies for a while on the show. We've uh, done fucking loads of animal movies lately. Yeah. Showing me up. Oh, you don't like dogs? No, I don't like dogs. You don't like alligators? No, I don't like alligators. Well, I mean, you do if you can rip their head off and drink them. I wouldn't dare. But I might turn one into a bag. No, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't. Sorry. No, no joke. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's disgusting. Horrible. Should we talk about the film? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, sorry, one of the most upsetting things I ever saw was like a documentary about people that catch snakes to make shoes and bags. And it's so, so depressing and awful and horrendous. And it's this one man's job to trick them into a pit and just grab them and kill them. He's getting paid absolutely nothing and then they get turned into like $1,000 handbags. It's really, really grim. I didn't even think about what the T-shirt I decided to wear today. Yeah, but... is that from a film? Have you found a cause? I found a cause. Good for you, Alex. I found a cause. About fucking time. Would you want to say what it is? Because the listeners can't see him. End trophy hunting now. Correct. Yes, of course. Yeah. The money that I paid for it goes to a charity that tries to prevent, um, an organisation that tries to prevent people killing big game animals for fucking fun. Yeah. Mm. Good work, Alex. Thank you. Found a cause, V. Good for you. I'm not empty anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I've done it, Mum. <laughs> so there's lots of emotion uh, between Hayley and Dad. You know, they've got, they've had a, rocky relationship the last few years and and um he realizes he's in real trouble so he wants her to leave him alone mm. he sends her away but she refuses because she wants to save her dad mm. and then there's some stuff she goes for a phone you've got yeah. to do it though you've just got to get it out of the way haven't you? you've got to she's deal got to... with the phone yeah yeah uh dad's coaching her which is odd 
Mm, annoying. I thought a bit annoying. Felt a bit annoying because I just needed. This is really cliche, so don't do this. But why is he so into her swimming? Like, was he an ex-competitor? That's that's the obvious thing, isn't it? That he tried and he didn't. He had his shot and he didn't quite make it. But his little girl, he's brilliant, and so he really pushed her career. Or I thought, and they did kind of hint at it later. There's trouble between mum and dad, and maybe he just quite liked this thing that got him out of the house all the time because he she feels guilty about that. Wouldn't it have been fun if she'd like if he the film had leaned into it and he's like, well. I actually wanted to be out of the house all the time because me and your mum were not getting on. And so that's why I was pushing this swimming mm. thing so fucking hard. Maybe. And that's kind of what she thinks. But he yeah. he actually tells her, no, it was the opposite. You were the reason we stayed together, not yeah. the reason we drifted apart. I do not like you're an apex predator. I'm an apex predator. I, don't, I, I do. I, I really, that line, it makes <laughs> yeah. me crazy. It's one of those cringe lines where you're just like, Ooh. yeah. It's when you, she says it to herself yeah. later. Like, I think she I'm says something like, I'm a fucking apex yeah, predator. Every day or any day of the week. Yeah. I'm an apex predator. Loved I'm it. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was, I got chills. It was bad, bad chills. <laughs> uh, she gets the phone and makes a very loud phone call, which alerts not one, but two alligators now. <laughs> so I have a question. So the alligator, so she sees an alligator that is by the trap door mm. and she's like, okay, that alligator's over there. And then it appears next to her. Is that a different alligator or are we to assume that alligator is really smart and it's made her think it's by the trap door and then it's snuck around behind her? No, I took it to mean there were two. Fine. I did too. Okay, I know there were two eventually. I just wasn't sure mm. at that point. And so there's a bit of a chase. She gets her leg bitten. Uh, she... She kicks them in the head. She battles both of them and her phone gets stepped on. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, she stabs one in an eye in the eye with a screwdriver. Mm. Enjoyed that. <laughs> yep. Do you not, are you not surprised though that at that alligator that she stabs in the eye with a screwdriver doesn't come back at the end as the final alligator? Yes. I mean, that seems like a missed opportunity. And you'd there. know it by its eye. Yeah, you'd yeah. know it because she'd poked out its eye yeah. and you'd transcend the idea of it being, I know he wasn't trying to do this, but you transcend the idea of they're just animals mm. and it turns into that vendetta thing yeah. that you kind of want. Yes, I agree with you. So she finds a safe spot and then we get the crazy subplot involving the thieves across the road <laughs> stealing a cash machine in a boat, <laughs> which I just didn't see coming. Mm. Um, that death, though, where she's being mauled by the alligator behind him and he doesn't realise the robber, he's just sort of looking. Yeah, to I think where... the sound mix in this is really good because yeah. the, the futility of shouting through the storm when you're in the basement was made really clear. The sound mix is brilliant and the fact that he caught the man get he was about to get eaten and his partner or his girlfriend or whoever she is, he, there's just no way you could hear her. The, the film made me believe that that was true. Yeah, the only time that that doesn't work is the bit where, because it's just, the, it's like, oh, what a coincidence. The bit where they're like, the sound of the rain is going to conceal you <laughs> from the alligators because they won't be able to tell you because the rain will be so loud. And then at that moment, the eye of the storm yeah. lands over them. <laughs> and, and then it like, just starts oh. again, doesn't yeah. it? That's no good. <laughs> but yeah, one, one of them gets killed for eating a sausage. I think, was that the morality there? One that hangs back in this. Oh, well, he's robbing the place. Yes, it's thievery. Yeah. It's your garden variety thievery. You've got to be punished for that in a movie like this. But I like I like the visual of one of them investigating what's going on in the foreground while in the background people are getting eaten. That's the bit. That's yeah. the bit. Yeah, that's the yeah. bit that really gets me. Like, and like you say, it's because you can't hear her screaming. Mm. And they also introduce a sort of ticking clock here in the film because um, the levees break and we're told that the, the house will be underwater in an hour. Mm. So it's a race against time. And time is against us because we'll take a quick break. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. And we're back. So uh, Wayne, who we met earlier in the film, he's a cop. He shows up on a boat with another cop called Pete. <laughs> that doesn't go well, does it? So uh, if they have come purely because they know that she's down here and they've come to rescue her, she is responsible for their deaths by going to the house in the first place. Yes. Yeah. So which isn't great. No. I think if, I don't know, I think if Wayne had some more purpose, because he just kind of turns up mm. and then gets eaten. Like yeah, they try and make you care for him because he was interested in mm. Haley's sister, but that's not quite enough, is it? So, no. But unfortunately, a film of this nature, we just need more people to get to eaten, die. and Fair so yeah. it's figuring out how to introduce them. And I think it's fine. Wayne gets munched on um, inside while Pete gets pulled apart by several alligators that's outside. Yeah, that's great. Um, and it all gets a bit emotional. This is the moment when she has the the big talk with dad and and. You, you know, he said, she says, you gave up on mum and it, there's tears and, 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 um, but they're sort of bonding. So we've, I think we've got the, the emotion and the drama works, I think here. Yeah. Um, no, yes, the emotion works, but her arc, her character, what does she think about swimming? Right. <laughs> so when we meet her, she's banging into swimming. She's losing, which is fun. But she's still doing it. And she, to the point where she's practicing in a hurricane and her sister's like, why fucking practicing in a hurricane and all the rest of it. So she's still banging to swimming. So there's no other emotional like counterweight here. It's like, I'll make up with dad and I'll get back into swimming. Like the, the easy thing to do is like she hasn't swum for years because she feels guilty about mm. her mum and dad breaking up. And he has to say to her, you were an awesome swimmer. You can do this. Remember how good you were. But she was already banging into it at the start. So there's yeah. no development there in terms of her relationship with swimming, which is a stupid thing to say, but it's important. Mm. No, I absolutely agree with you, Vicky. Um, so, yeah, they sort of team up. They're going to beat this pea-brained lizard shit. Mm. Um, so Dad's banging on the pipes while Haley swims for the stairs, um, which was really exciting to watch. I think that scene uh, really works. And then... Yeah, why is she holding her breath, though, underwater? Is it so she can see the alligators better? You move faster. Oh, okay. If you're swimming underwater, then you would on the surface. That's is that true? I think that's true. I'm. A, you will not believe this. I'm a brilliant swimmer. <laughs> you don't you're believe? Right, I don't. I don't. No, I tell you what. I'm a normal swimmer. I'm an average swimmer, but I'm really good at swimming underwater. I can hold my breath for ages. Okay. So I can used to challenge myself to do because you've never been in a swimming pool, so you don't know. But like a full length underwater to see if I could do it. I've been in a swimming. 
I have been in a swimming pool. I just got out quite quickly and failed my 25 metre swimming certificate. Because <laughs> I was, I was convinced there was a shark in the pool. I got literally halfway along and I was like, I'm getting out because there could be a shark in here. Did you not get in trouble? I mean, I guess you could call it trouble. You just don't get your reward. That's true. You just don't get your certificate, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I love swimming. Yeah. And swimming is the best cure for a hangover. Agreed. A hundred percent. It's gone in about 10 seconds. The colder it's just, the water, the better. It's just getting in is tough. But as soon yeah. as you're in, bang, I'm back. You should, honestly, when we were in, on that trip around Europe in the van, obviously all the drinking, you just every morning just lie in, in the med like a big blimp. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting at Mark, set up the sun lounger, Mark. I'll be out in a minute. Great white sharks in the Mediterranean though. Marshall told me, my child, there's hammerhead sharks for real in Greece, and I didn't know that. There's definitely great whites. They found a great, they, they filmed a great white um, in the Mediterranean. Terror, that's terrifying. Hmm? So I can't do that again. No. That's a shame. So dad slices into an alligator's head with a shovel. Oh, yeah. Um, we meet some little alligator eggs hatching. That's good. Oh, this is the bit where she's going to swim down that tube, mm-hmm. yeah. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a proper bishop in Aliens Definitely. moment. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I've got written. It looks, it's a different world. She's moved into their world. And by opening up the space, which previously I was disagreeing with, but here it works, that you're making the transition clear from, it doesn't even look like Earth. Like it looks like a different planet. It's really good. But before she does that, she puts her hand in the alligator's mouth and fires a flare into it. No. Wait, no, it's a gun. It's a, she's it's got a the, gun. Sorry, it's a gun. Yeah, You're she's right. She's got the cop's gun. Yeah. And then she loads the, unloads the entire cartridge into the alligator. Yes. It's a good moment. Good moment. Um, she wins that race. She smashes her way back into the house through the floor to save her dad from drowning. She pulls him up. She brings him back with some CPR. And then uh, they head outside and towards the boat with the dog. And they can't splash. This mm. is key. No splashing, yeah. no hunting. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I didn't, I didn't do any investigating. If that's true. If that's true or not. You know. I no. bought it though. I did. Yep. The, the film's telling me it's fine, so it's right. fine. Uh, so they make it out, but then the levees break and the water just brings them all back in. They're suddenly in an open plan reception with nowhere to hide. And it's good that she says, she goes, you're fucking kidding me. Like, because you be need back. you need them to reference just how ridiculous this whole sort of scenario has been, where they've been trying to get to this boat. They knew the levees were breaking. Mm. They get in the boat, and then the boat is just a complete dead end in terms of story because it deposits them back in the house. Yeah, and she references how fucking ridiculous that is. It annoyed me a little bit. I, I, want, I wanted to go somewhere else because we've been in the house for such a long time, and I know I know the only option at that point is a petrol station, which is not exciting. But we could, it didn't have to be a petrol station across from the house. There could have been anything else there, and I wanted to go there. Is it not nice, though, because she's walked us round the house at the start, so we've seen every part of that yeah, house true. not underwater, and now we get to see it underwater. Mm. Yeah. I felt annoyed about it. I mean, it would have been more annoying if she if they hadn't referenced it themselves. Yes. Because... Just because a character does it doesn't mean you go, oh, well, that's okay, I don't feel that feeling yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still feel it. Uh, Dad helps his dog and gets his arm bitten off. That's a mm. good moment. Would you... Get your arm yes. bitten off to save Simon. Yes, I absolutely would. Yes, with, you're saying it with a straight face. I am. I would definitely. I would definitely protect. If it means that Simon dies, I'd, I'd lose an arm to keep him alive. You couldn't live with yourself if you didn't try, exactly. because it's the dog is saying, "Please help me." And what you can't turn your back mm. on something you love like that. It, the film does benefit. I mean, you could. I yeah. would. Don't leave Simon. <laughs> Having just said what a great swimmer I am, 
I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't risk my arm to save your dog. No, but I, mean, I don't expect you to risk your arm. No, I do actually. You'd chuck, you'd chuck Simon towards the alligator. To save myself. Yeah. And I think you would eventually forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't talk to me for like ages. And then I'd get you a new dog and it'd be fine. <clears throat> but I think the film benefits from the dog. Um, and I asked, I asked Aja about um, why we like dogs so much and not people in a film. Mm. And, and he said it's a mystery. Um, he said, actually, it's not a mystery because I love dogs, but it's strange how people will accept for a character to die in a horrible way, but will not accept a dog. It's but maybe, the, maybe he said, maybe there's something about the innocence of our best friend, as you were just saying, or the animal who lives with us. I understand. I had a few movies where dogs died and I remember audiences being very, very, very upset about it. <laughs> Even if it was justified in the story as a very dramatic element, it's something that people, especially Americans, have an issue with. If I, I, if there was one change and I, it's uh, that I would make to Jaws, it is Pippin dying. Mm. I mean, I know what it's there to serve, but I just it, it upsets me every time the bit where the owner is just shouting his dog's name and it's oh, never yeah. coming back. So Pippin, Pippin, that is horrible. Pippin. He yeah. he went on to t- to talk to uh, tell me about Shackleton and 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 about how um on that expedition they ended up eating their dogs mm. and you, you can't he said you, when you're telling that story you you can't really put it in a film because he said audiences would prefer to live in a world where they would die of hunger rather than eating the dogs which is not a realistic choice <laughs> look at her face <laughs> not me <laughs> head off drink it's blood. Oh, has anyone want some dog <laughs> I've done a few <laughs> just to be on the scene <laughs> but he did write some alternative storylines for the dog um, including the alligator biting the dog's tail off Right. Uh, the main characters feeding the dog to the alligators to escape their home, and obviously the dog sacrificing itself to save its owners, but mm-hmm. decided he didn't want to kill another dog. Mm-hmm. So Haley ends up in a bathroom and, um, through some smart strategy, uh, traps the alligator in a bath. I found this unbelievable. I'd like, <laughs> she traps, of everything I will buy, I didn't buy that an alligator couldn't just whack that screen yeah. and get back out. We've all seen those screens. They're shoddy. Yeah, they're really thin. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't get... Because it, it's such a tense moment where she's like, oh, count to something, whatever, and here it comes, and then see you later, motherfucker. And it's like, well, just whack it and shatter it and mm. eat you. But I know it's an effective scene for audiences because it was recently on Gogglebox and they were bloody loving it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we find out that the house sale didn't fall through. He just couldn't leave the family home. Is it, I love. I just think it's about time because all this has been bubbling away, no pun, about what this house means to him. It's like, finally, we get to find out. Yeah, I wasn't massively sold on it. Just, I think it comes a bit too late, maybe. Maybe. Mm. And then we're in the home stretch. Um, the, the alligator pulls her down. We've got these flashbacks <laughs> to her childhood while she's <clears throat> summoning up the courage to fight back. Um, she burns the alligator with a flare and then climbs up to the roof. It's cool where it's outside the window heading towards her, though. Yeah. In the water. That's that nice. true. Upstairs yeah. window. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's trying to get up there, but the alligator's after her. And dad pulls her up, and the dog's there too. And then we see a chopper, and they fire the flare, and they're rescued, and we're out. <clears throat> um, but there was another ending he talked about. Mm. So uh, he said that they thought about including an ending where the main characters died, stating, We had a draft with the final alligator grabbing them in the helicopter basket. Mm. Oh wow! Which would have been very effective. I you know, when you hear something like that, I can never decide. Like because it would have been shocking, but I don't know. I honestly don't know whether I'd have been like, "Fuck this movie yeah, for doing that." After everything you've fuck been me, through, fuck this movie, putting me through all of that, and then yeah. taking that away just just for the sake of being like, "Ha ha!" Didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. Which is the reason you do it. 
And then going straight into See You Later Alligator by Bill Haley mm. gets a really big laugh in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, it's a really funny moment. Um, so he's actually said earlier this year that he's uh, developing a sequel um, to it. When I asked him about this a couple of years ago and whether maybe a sequel would, inv- would it involve a new story or would it be Haley fighting a new creature? Mm. He said uh, she could become the John McClane of creatures. I don't know, maybe. Um, she said, there are so many of them that are interesting. We're living in a very weird time where things are going strange. I was reading about dicks, super dicks, but I don't want to make a dick movie. And spiders are one of the most insane and fascinating creatures. So when he said that, I laughed and we moved on, but I couldn't leave it. So I went back to him and said to him, what, what's a super dick? And he said, super dick? I don't know. What's a super dick? And I said, I don't know. And then he realised, and it was his French accent, he'd been saying ticks and super ticks. Wow! But I thought he was talking about a super dick. And Tell I you thought, what, though, that's a great idea for you. <laughs> and so we laughed for about a minute when we realised what had happened there. But um, yeah, one of the most embarrassing moments I've ever had in an interview. What's a super dick? You know. It must have been, you must have got the fear, though. The bit where he went, I don't know. <laughs> What's a super dick? Like, really your blood weird. must have run cold because you're like, what? This is weird. You've been saying it, and now I've said it, and you're pretending you didn't say it. And especially it being a dick thing. It was like, we're, what territory we've stumbled yeah, into? I want to stop saying it, but I can't, <laughs> I can't stop saying it. super dick. <laughs> okay, uh, and that's it for crawl. Any more for any more? No. Nah. Okay, uh, what was your favourite scene, Vicky? Uh, the scary nest in outer space. <laughs> so, because it's like aliens, basically. Alien. Yep, that's good. I like that bit. I like the bit where the girl is getting mauled behind her friend and he doesn't realise, can't hear her, but we as the audience can see her getting the shit chomped out of her by a big gator. That's mine too. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. I like it. Um, okay, most valuable ever, Alex. The gators. Um, I feel it's fair. I picked the shark mm. on Monday and I'm picking the gates today because genuinely, you know, look at the world we live in where you can create from scratch a massive gator like that and it'd be completely convincing. Mm. It's brilliant. Vicky? Caius uh, Scordelario. Because mm. I did believe that, I know that a human can't outswim an alligator. Mm-hmm. I know that for truth. Mm. But I did believe that she could. Mm. And I also like, in contrast to, because we are comparing them, she is a bit spikier than Nancy in the show. She's not as nice a person from the get-go. She turns nice. But if you look at the exposition via FaceTime with the sister scene, she is not engaging with her sister at all. Her sister is fucking over her. The way she talks about her, it's either her niece or nephew. She's like, hi, sweetheart. But it's like, there's nothing behind that. She's like, just get off the fucking phone. I can't be arsed with this. And I like that with her because she's got a bigger arc, therefore, because you have to root for her and you have to like her. Whereas Nancy's just so lovely straight away. Obviously, you don't want her to get eaten. Mm. Nice one. Uh, I'm going for the use of See You Later Alligator by Bill Haley. <laughs> it made me laugh for fully for two minutes in the cinema while the credits were rolling. And I told him that and he said, yeah, it's like, it's the, he said, it's the biggest laugh I've ever got in a film and I didn't direct it. <laughs> and if you could change anything, what would you change, uh, Alex? I'm an apex predator. Mm. I don't like it. It makes me cringe every time. That and what I said earlier, actually, I went too early with my change, which is, I think, the big bad gator, the last gator she fights is the one that she injured at the start mm. and it it's a vendetta gator. Yep. Mm. You kind of expect it, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Vicky. Two things. 
this is hard to do, but you should do it just to tie. And they're both about swimming. So her big, um, Haley's big moment feels a bit like the scene in the bathroom where she does the shower screen. That's all her bravery, her timing, her whatever, her skills at swimming all come together in that one moment. Don't put it in the bathroom because the bathroom isn't significant to her. You have to do it in her practice pool, I think, that she would have had in the house when she was growing up, which is bonkers because it would have filled ages ago, but make that work somehow. Mm. Um, and then the other thing, the actual real thing is at the beginning, she's not swimming. She's coaching or spectating because she hasn't swum for years. Yeah. That was That's good. good. That's very good. Very good. Uh, I feel like if you're going to show little alligator eggs hatching, I want to see them attack Hayley like piranhas. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah that's that fair. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. That is that. That's My that. choice just this week. It's time for the verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Um, who wants to go first? Do, 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 do. Victoria, why don't you go first? So this was really close. Mm. I decided at the time when I didn't do all my notes before, but I did decide this and I haven't changed my mind. So I, I think Crawl actually is a better film in terms of story and it ups the peril and the obstacles. Um, and I like the ticking clock more in that. I like the hour thing rather than the five hours with the high tide and the low tide. Uh, but the satisfaction of The Shallows is that she's all by herself the whole time. So it's like all is lost, but more fun. <laughs> um, which I, You mean the Redford movie? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so, and I like the fact that she's, you know, she's dealing with her demons internally, whereas Haley's demons about her guilt over the breakdown of her parents' relationship is all acted out in front of you with her dad. And I just didn't find that as satisfying uh, as I did Nancy kind of figuring it out by herself. And even though that's cheating because she does do a big piece to camera, she's just by herself. And I just found that more nourishing as a film. So even though there's less happening and there's fewer characters and so on, The Shallows. Okay, I'm going to go next then because I am going for Crawl. And it's for the reasons that you said at the start there, Vicky, um, in terms of the creativity, the obstacles, the escalation, the fact that there's just a lot more going on. I've, I mean, they're both level pegging, but if I have to pick one, it's cruel. <sighs> OK, what a piece then. It comes down to me. Um, I think it is really close. I think uh, it's one of our closest weeks. I think both these movies are excellent. Um, I do think Crawl feels like there's a lot more going on. Um, and I do enjoy it. But I think we all know which way I'm going because it is my biggest fear in the world is a shark. And from start to finish, from the minute she's in that water, uh, the shallows is just terrifying to me. It doesn't have as good jump scares. I think Crawl has better jump scares um, and the gore is better in Crawl. But as an exercise in terror, the shallows is the second scary shark movie <laughs> after Jaws mm. in the history of cinema, as far as I'm concerned. So it's the shallows. We have a winner. The Shallows wins this week. Congratulations to The Shallows. Shall we look ahead to next week? It's Chris's pairing. Mm, I'm excited about this. And I promise we'll talk for longer next week. These have been particularly <laughs> short shows, but I think we're going to have a lot to say next week. So the clue I gave was Teenage Kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, there'll probably be a better clue on the Twitter. Okay. Um, and the films we are doing... Um, Alex, have you got the first one? You have. Yes. Alex, you're doing Battle Royale. <sighs> I've seen that in so long and it upset me so much when I watched it the first time. It's so the bit in the lighthouse. Oh my god. Which means Vicky, you're doing the Hunger Games. It's a, this is a pairing we've wanted to do right from the beginning, but um Battle Royale wasn't available uh at many places, but now it's on Amazon Prime. And Lovely. so it's easy to get hold of and um uh, Hunger Games is all over the place. Great stuff. So yeah. 
those, that's the pairings. And I think a few people have suggested these in the past. So thanks, everyone, who wanted these two. I'll look up the names from the emails and we'll mention them next week. Marvellous business. That is your homework then. Battle Royale versus the Hunger Games on Clash Pod next week. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening. You can check in with us on Twitter and Instagram, where we are at Clash Pod. We'll be back on Monday talking Battle Royale. Bye-bye. This was a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.